Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And now it's the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and the seven seas for the buy of the week. And today, I, I have always uh, been a big fan. We talked about before Logitech and their uh, wireless mouse, their wireless keyboard. I used both of those at my office. Uh, Me too. And uh, there you go, Bob. Bob uses them as well. Not the keyboard, well. but the mouse. Yeah, for sure. The mouse. Right. Yeah, the key. And I even like using the wireless keyboard because it. Uh, you know, not that I move my keyboard around all that often, but it is actually uh, nice to have and nice not to be. Uh, you know, tied to a cord. So this is on eBay. You can get the Logitech. MK570 Comfort Wave wireless keyboard and mouse together, uh, and the, they're really easy to plug in. Basically, you just plug a little device into your uh, uh, not USB port. Well, I'm just going blank. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess it would be into the yeah, USB it is port. Your USB. Yeah, USB. It's I'm a sorry. USB mini dongle. Correct. And it automatically connects. You don't have to do anything else about it. And they work, I have to say, they work very flawlessly. Uh, they're ergonomic in most cases. Most of the reviews are uh, on this site. It's 4.7 out of 5. So you get the keyboard and the mouse. It's the MK570 um, optical mouse as well. And it really is a great deal. You can get this on eBay today for, let's see, $34.99. The normal price on this is about 70 bucks. And again, it's the Logitech MK570 Comfort Wave wireless keyboard and optical mouse. Um, and it's actually through Best Buy, but you can buy it on eBay. So I guess you might even be able to go to the Best Buy website as well. And again, normally $69.99. It is available now for $34.99. Save 35 bucks, which is 50% off on an outstanding keyboard and mouse. And that is the buy of the week. Uh, Marvin said he's not upgrading yet. Uh, he just tweeted us. He's got the, uh, let's see, iPhone, I think it was 7 Plus, and um, he doesn't want to upgrade uh, yet, so he's going to stick to that and see maybe what the next iteration is. And then also, Bob, you got a uh, tweet from one of our listeners that wanted to know if we could talk about iTunes and Apple Music. So wh what is it that they would like to know? I have no idea, but, you know, I'm well known for having written the popular hit song, iTunes Must Die. <laughs> so I'm guessing he wants me to wants me to trash talk iTunes a little more. Okay, all right. <laughs> Which I'm well, always happy to do because iTunes really isn't very good anymore. And uh, what do you use instead of iTunes? Well, that's just it. I don't use anything. I I t I say, hey, S word, play this for me. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't even look. I mean, in the car, I don't even know what app is open and playing opening music. I, I talk okay. to SIRI, and I love Apple Music. Apple Music yeah. is the best thing in the world. I mean, if you're a Spotify person, it's the same, except that it responds to everything I can possibly say to Siri. It's okay. just, you know, but the two of them together are like peanut butter and jelly. You know, I have to say, people don't actually realize, and I find this more and more often when I do this myself, that you can open an app on your iPhone and probably on your Android as well by just asking it to open, by saying, yes. Siri, you know, open this app. And that means that if you're driving, you don't have to look down. It'll open, and, you know, as you say, Bob, can, so can you say, play whatever, music? Yes, you, you can say you things yeah. like, here's, here's the thing. I, was just, I just wrote about this because it's so great. You can say it in any device. So if you've got any Apple device... 
you invoke S-I-R-I and say, play music by the Beatles or play music by the right. Ramones or play Broadway, uh, Broadway musical classics or play classical music by Tchaikovsky. Whatever you say, cool. you hear. It's just like, okay. And, and you now, don't have you to look a... at an app. You don't, if, if I'm in the car, right, I can say just it. say, play this song. Play Bruce Springsteen, Rosalita. Boom. So you can play a specific song. You can ask Absolutely. for a specific song. Or a okay. specific playlist or a specific album. Um, and, and, yeah, it's all done by voice. And so I have the AirPods, which means that a lot of times when I'm listening to music, I've got these little invisible earphones in. And I just double tap one and say, play music by the Dave Clark Five. And, okay, and cool. There we well, go. Well, you're dating yourself, Bob. I know. I, I'm too I'm too uh, young to remember the Dave Clark Five, but it seems See, to me they were a okay long time. I'm okay with that because my people <laughs> know the Dave Clark Five. <laughs> yeah, sadly, so do I. Uh, interesting. Okay, so that's good. And Apple Music is what, like ten bucks a month or something? Ten bucks a month for an individual, and the best deal is the family plan, which gives you six uh, or five. I think it's five. I don't know, six or five for fifteen, fourteen oh, okay. ninety nine. And right, that, you, you know, my family, they were all Spotify users. And all but one of them were happily happily ditched Spotify and all their playlists to move to Apple Music. One, I won't say which of my children, but she chooses to pay for Spotify so she won't have to remake her playlists. Yeah. Well, I, and I get it. There's a Go lot figure. of stuff we don't want to change. Yeah, Go I know. Figure. I hear you. But, I mean, if all you're right. a Spotify listener, I hear you can have your playlists converted. There's a website or something that converts them. It, it, even to me, it was great not to have Spotify anymore. I had already made like 300 playlists, and they were unwieldy. Right. You know, uh, uh, what do you call it? A nuke and pave was a good thing there. Okay. I've got hundreds now, again, in Apple Music. And briefly, just tell us why you don't like iTunes. Because it tries to do everything. <clears throat> you know, it's the video player. It's the audio player. It's what you use to sync stuff. It's radio. It, I mean, it's just it's overwhelming. And I, it, it's not that much for me. I figured it all out. But people tell me all the time, I can't figure out how to do this that I used to do all the time in iTunes. Or where did they put this? And some right. stuff they just took out. Like you can't do anything with apps anymore. Right. There's nothing on your Mac about apps anymore. Apps huh. are now kind of like uh, blacklisted from the Mac system. You don't sync them through your Mac. You don't save them on your Mac. You don't back them up to your Mac. Okay. Weird. Well, that's interesting. All right, so we've done it's our... It's just uh, a confusing bundle of... It's a bundle of confusion. <laughs> it's a hot mess. All right. Well, how do you really feel like it? Um, you can download right. the song. Uh, I wish uh, I'd have to find the uh, URL, but I offer it for free because it got turned down at the iTunes Music Store. Go figure. Wow, that's not good. <laughs> Uh, I had to submit it, though. Well, I mean, I had right. to try. And it yeah, is available on, like, Google Play and uh, Rhapsody, and, so, and it's on Spotify. You can request it if you've got that. Listen to iTunes Must Die by Dr. Mac and his all Garage Band band. All Garage Band band? <laughs> yeah, that's the name uh, of my band. It's all me, except for the bass player. Hey, there you go. All right, we'll have to well we'll have to uh, check that out on uh, the next show. Maybe you'll play a little music for us next time around. Ooh. Uh, uh, every week now, Marsha and I seem to find a new uh, Elon Musk story, 
Uh, we're just fascinated by what he does. And this week, on Thursday, he launched a pair of uh, demo satellites into orbit. Uh, it's going to be used to test a satellite-based broadband service, which is which is going to really be, if this actually works, because some of his stuff works and some of his stuff doesn't work. Uh, we saw the rocket here. It took off from California's Vandenberg Air Force Base, uh, and he put two satellites up. I think one was might have been Mexico, a couple of different satellites that he was launching for, obviously, for his corporate clients. Uh, but he says that they are promising to get one gigabyte per user user, more affordable than existing systems via network of 12,000 of sat- 12,000 satellites put into low orbit. Um, the latency will range between 25 and 35 milliseconds, which is great, uh, putting on a par with ground-based internet services. Uh, they're going to, this launch will test the antennas on board, the demo antennas, which will communicate with the ground station on Earth. Uh, if they worked as planned, They'll have uh, a lot of work to, you know, to get together before they do this, but it says they're proposing launching 4,425 satellites, uh, let's see, into orbit, uh, slating the first one for 2019. It would circle the Earth from a distance of about 700 miles, creating broadband coverage ac- across the globe. Uh, they're also proposing sending another 7,500 satellites that will orbit the Earth at a closer range of about 200 miles, offering broadband access to areas of high demand like in the urban centers and such. And the FCC chairman apparently uh, gave his support to the project last week, which would be awesome. I mean, one gigabyte downloads uh, at a, a reasonable price. We'll see if it actually happens. But, hey, I'm in favor if that actually happens. Oh, I'm totally um, in favor, but I don't think it's going to happen in my lifetime. Yeah, exactly. Uh, although he's also he says going to bore a tunnel from somewhere to somewhere. I mean, yeah, he's here amazing. in LA. I think he—he, he, I, I read something that said he's great. He makes big promises and delivers small incremental uh, increases. Yes, and that's correct. That's exactly right. So far, that's what's happened. And and he and he's interesting. He bounces from thing to thing. You know, one day it's the satellite, the next day it's the uh, solar batteries that we may be able to use, or the cars that haven't right come out exactly when they were supposed to come out. Uh, I mean, the guy clearly is a genius. And you know, the funny thing is, I like him. I mean, he's a cool dude. Me you know, too. Me are, too. I totally. Yeah. You know, he's like a. He's almost like a great reality TV show. Yeah, I, I, I want to see what happens. I'd never invest money in one of his companies, but yeah, I no, want to see no. what happens next. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what's up on the uh, chart next. Okay, have you used Uber before? Uh, I actually was an Uber driver. Um, no. I, it was an undercover investigation thing. I, I drove for Uber for two weeks during South by Southwest. What I wanted to see yeah. was, A, what the life of an Uber driver was like, and B, if okay. I could pick up any dirt. And? Oh, I could tell you, but then I'd have to kill you. Uh-oh. All right. Okay, it well, was, in that case... It was actually kind of fun. Nothing, there was, I didn't overhear anything useful or really writable, or I, I never even got a column out of it. But it was interesting, and people talk about stuff that they probably should think twice about talking about in front of a stranger. When someone else is, yeah, <laughs> wow. Did you get any good stock stock tips while you're driving around? Well, I, I was hoping, but no, no. Mm. Um, and and it turns out when you do the math, it's it's a tough way to make a living. 
Yeah, I bet it is. I bet. I talked to a lot of when I, I, I haven't taken it a lot, but when I, Marsha and I were in Vegas, uh, for CES, we took it all over the place and had chats with, you know, each of the drivers. Hey, you know, you like what you're doing and how does it, uh, impact the taxi drivers who, of course, hate them, uh, cause the fare is much cheaper taking Uber than it is to take a taxi any place. Usually, uh, taxis yeah, usually. don't have surge pricing. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Search pricing being they jack up your price when in more, uh, I guess, in busier times. It's but called demand-based rolling... demand pricing. Right, which is interesting. Um, they're rolling out a new ride-sharing service that cuts the normal fare by 50%. The issue is you have to go to their locations to pick it up. So you have an express pool function like a bus service, and they have drop-off and pick-up locations, and the service will group other passengers who are headed in the same direction. Express pool will be cheap. A two-mile ride that normally costs 12 bucks through an Uber X is now 5 bucks on the express tool, or two or three cheaper than Uber pool. Uh, but you got to get to it. Like I say, you got to get to the place that you're going. Uh, you know, if you got a, I guess if you got a drop-off stop uh, near you or in your neighborhood or something like you would a bus stop, you do that. Uh, they're piloting the service in San Francisco and Boston. Starting uh, this week is it'll be available in Los Angeles, San Diego, and Denver. And on Thursday, it's coming to Miami, Philadelphia, and Washington D.C. Haven't quite gotten to your neck of the woods in Houston yet, Bob, but I assume it's probably coming. So uh, that's kind of interesting. I, you know, for me, using an Uber, the convenience is I can literally get on my app and in, you know, three to ten minutes get an Uber driver here. I don't necessarily want to go to find one. But if you're trying to save money and, you know, save gas and whatever, it's not a bad idea. So, I don't know. What do you think of that idea? I like it. I, I, yeah. I think because I live up in the hills in Austin, um, it won't be much much use to me. But I think for a lot of people... Uh, a little bit longer and a little less convenient for half the price is an attractive option. Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Uh, so far, so good. Also, I wanted to mention a couple of people. This is Black History Month, and so there have been in our history a number of uh, uh, black tech stars, as you would call them, through the years. So I just want to mention a couple of them. Um, Joe Booker, in 1966, began a career in IBM working in manufacturing. Uh, he then later started uh, a pioneer hard disk manufacturer, SureGuard Associates, became executive VP. And uh, he's now involved with high-tech startups in the Silicon Valley. That's Joe Booker. Uh, Jerry Lawson, who sadly passed away in 2011, was known for his time in Silicon Valley's uh, semiconductor firm. If you remember Fairchild, uh, he was instrumental in developing the first cartridge-based video game system, which we all kind of remember as the Ataris and, and the games of those uh, that used actual cartridges. There was Ken Coleman, uh, who was a manager and executive that worked at Hewitt Packard. He also pioneered video game development at Activision, uh, where he later became a VP of product development, uh, worked also at ITM Software and SGI. Uh, you also have Ed Smith. Uh, who was a traffic controller working on traffic control signals for uh, Marbellite. I'm not quite sure what that is. Uh, and he also went on to uh, co-design early cartridge-based video game systems. So uh, in honor of Black History Month, I wanted to mention some of the pioneers of, uh, of the tech area that worked in, uh, in the uh, different areas of technology. Now, also, there was another uh, Bob, there's a story. Have you heard anything about the Apple Repair Center that's been inundated with 9-11 calls. Do you know about this? 
Yeah, I, I, I read something in passing. It has to do with uh, the new emergency something feature on the iPhones. Yeah, the apparently there's nine one one something. Yeah, there's a, the SOS button on there, and apparently there have been sixteen hundred calls uh, to nine one one from a California Apple repair facility. Uh, and they're getting about 20. The Elk Grove police have uh, received about 20 erroneous calls a day. Uh, and in a state, Apple spokesman said the company's looking into the issue. We're aware of the 911 call, uh, calls originating from our Elk Grove repair and refurbish facility. Uh, we take this seriously, and we're working closely with local law inform, enforcement to investigate the cause so it doesn't happen again. That's kind of interesting. But, you know, the bad news, I, I have for the first time... Uh, and I don't call, rarely do I call 911. I mean, fortunately, thank God I never had to do that. But from time to time, I'll see a fire on the side of the road or something. And a number of times I've called, I'm getting, you know, please hold on. We can't get to you right away. Yeah, the lines are tied up. That's not good. If you have a real emergency you want to get through and things like this happen where they're getting, you know, 20 phony calls a day, that ties up the system. So hopefully Apple works that out because that's not good. Uh, it's got their. What is their emergency SOS feature, Bob? Can you tell us? No, I don't. You know, I've seen it, but I, I can't tell you exactly how it works. It's on your lock screen, and apparently, let's see, let's see if I can figure okay. it out while we're talking. So uh, your right, screen yeah. is locked. If you hold down, I don't want to do it, but I think if you hold yeah, don't down, make a no, don't make a call. If you hold down the home button and some, uh, I'll figure it out. You, you All right. Hold down. Maybe. You got to hold down the right combination of buttons. If you can to remember that, that when you're having an emergency, it'll call nine one one. Got it. Okay. Um, I also ran across something. This is kind of fascinating. I hope this actually comes out. Uh, Qualcomm has a TV sound bar that uses your phone's tech to aim the audio at your ears. Now, I'm one of them who my hearing is not as great as it used to be, needless to say. And the way this works, apparently, is it's got a five-foot-long sound bar that shoots out music and dialogue. It stretches about five feet from side to side, uh, but it has the ability to know where you're sitting and to direct the audio to your ears. I mean, is that the weirdest thing? Uh, it uses a what they call beam forming, which focuses the sound waves emitted from the soundbar directly to your sweet spot. Uh, you can you can even add a camera if you want or ultrasound. It'll be able to move it by zeroing in on your position, so that if you're watching a TV show, you know a soundbar generates the sound out in various and sundry different ways. Uh, this one will direct it directly to where you're sitting. I think that's kind of cool. I hope that actually works and comes out because that's going to be really helpful, I think, for, for people that, you know, watch TV but can't always really hear the sounds. Um, and uh, we'll see whether that comes out, but that's coming. Uh, is that something that would be useful to you? Don't know till we see it. And yeah. Assuming it works as advertised. <clears throat> I don't know. Do I need a new uh, TV? Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. We'll see. Uh, also, you just said that if you press and hold the side button and one of the volume buttons, then the emergency SOS slider appears. Correct, so Amundo. Yep, so that's good to know because if you actually do need to get to something like that, then... Just uh, squeeze your phone from both sides. Squeeze your phone from both sides and that'll bring it up. Okay, cool. All right, this is the time of the show where we talk TV and movies and such. So you've been watching anything lately? 
Um, let's see. No, I haven't seen any movies in a while. I've been watching uh, Jessica Jones on Netflix. Love that. The new series, start, the new season starts, I think it's March the 8th. Oh, uh, I can't wait, because I'm almost done with season one, and it's excellent. I've really oh, enjoyed it. And you'll love the ending of that show, because the ending on that was, was great. And uh, Jessica Jones is one of the superhero things on uh, Netflix, and they've got a whole series of those on. There's The Punisher, which is on now. There is, oh gosh, uh, there's like four or five Luke, of them. Luke, Luke Cage. Luke, yeah. Luke Cage, which is also a great one. Um, and, and, I, and I'm just blank on the other ones. But if you are a fan of the superhero, Jessica Jones, I think, is my favorite of the group. And I, and my daughter, who is not a big superhero fan, I made her watch it, and it is now one of, was one of her favorite series. And she absolutely loved it. And, and well, she's as I say, so if you haven't cool. seen How could you not oh, yeah. love her? She's kick-ass. She's not your typical, you know. In fact, none of these guys are your typical, or women are your typical superheroes in this genre of Marvel. I think it's Marvel. Uh, they're all kind of, you know, they all got their own set of problems. Um, but yeah, that's kind of cool. I, th- I think that uh, if you're, if you like that, or even if you don't like that series of of uh, movies and TVs, you know, you should certainly watch that. We got, by the way, we got the Academy Awards coming up a week from Sunday. Uh, did you have an opportunity to see any of the nominated films? No, I don't like that kind of movies. They don't have enough explosions. Yeah, well, in the most part, you're right. <laughs> Although you probably you probably would have liked three board bill, billboards from Edding. I probably uh, would because I yeah. love her. Yeah, uh, you're talking about um, uh, Frances McDormand. I think of her as Marge Gunderson, but yes, absolutely. Is that was that from Fargo? Fargo. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Fargo. You betcha. Yeah, sure. You yeah, yeah. That was a that was actually a great movie. If you've never had the chance to see Fargo, strongly recommend you check it out because that was really cool. And she's uh, fabulous did, in it. Oh, she's wonderful. She, you know, she may well win uh, Best Actress for that film. And Woody Harrelson in that movie was outstanding. You know, like I say, you got about a week to to if you're interested in watching the Academy Awards and want to see the nominated films. Uh, I Tanya uh, was an excellent film. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed that. The one they say has got a chance of winning is uh, Shape of Water, which I also thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, I love that. Really different. Uh, do you and know anything about Shape of Water? I don't like his movies usually. <laughs> I go yeah. to see them all, but I usually don't. You know, I walk away going, that was a disappointment, but this wasn't. Really? The Shape of Water I really liked. Oh, you did see it. Okay, so you loved yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I loved too. it. I, I was surprised yeah. to find I loved it. Yeah, me as well. Um, the one I did see last week, I, I made my uh, got my uh, rear end out of the couch and went to see The Greatest Showman, which was, as far as I'm concerned, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Thoroughly loved the film. Uh, Hugh Jackman plays uh, P.T. Barnum, and the I don't know exact story of P.T. Barnum's life, but it's a fascinating. It's a musical, so you have to go in knowing that it's a musical. If you don't like musicals, you may not like it. The critics were 50/50 on it. They gave it a 55, but the audience gave it an 89 on Rotten Tomatoes, and it is that good a film. I downloaded the soundtrack uh, right afterwards. The music is great. The story's fun. Uh, very very enjoyable. So if you want to see a feel-good movie that you can take the kids to. Excellent movie. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, have you seen The Post? You're a newspaper No, but guy. I want to. That I yeah. will see. Yeah, The, the Post, Post probably doesn't have any explosions. 
I still no, it, it did not have and I'm with you, Bob. For the most part, I want to see some explosions, some shootings, some things like that. Uh, that one did not happen, unfortunately. But uh, the post was an, a very interesting story. Um, the story about how allegedly three to four, I think it's three or four U.S. presidents uh, hid the fact that we could never win the Vietnam War. The Post got hold of the story that proved that these presidents were lying because they didn't want to lose faith. So it's how our troops were sent to Vietnam uh, and went and died in many cases and didn't need to do that. We should have ended the war before, theoretically, before it even started. So that's the the premise of The Post. And it's an excellent movie. You know, you never know how much is actually true. And I didn't certainly go on and do the research. But um, that's a film that's well worth seeing. And uh, Lady Bird's another one that was entertaining. Uh, so that's coming up this Sunday. Uh, before we go, because we're just about out of time, give us again where we can find I'm going to put it in the show notes for your course, but where we can find you. BobLevitas.com, B-O-B-L-E-V-I-T-U-S. That will take you to WorkingSmarterForMacUsers.com, where you can sign up for the insiders list and uh, get my email newsletter and free tips and all kinds of stuff for free. I like to give away uh-huh. stuff. Thanks, Bob. And we, as always, love to have you on the show. Please don't drink and drive, as we always ask you when you're back next week. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the Coaches Training Program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813.
Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of Universal Talk Laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal Talk Laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CM founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect. <laughs> 